Hi, I'm the Ish Girl, and you're listening to episode 49 of Connection Not Perfection. Welcome to Connection Not Perfection, the podcast that helps parents and teens connect using literature, laughter, and love. Hey there, I'm Amy, also known as the Ish Girl, and I am so excited that you are joining me today. Now, I'd like to welcome you if this is your first time to listen to Connection Not Perfection and just say thank you for deciding to spend your time with me today. And if you have joined me before, welcome back. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad to hang out with you. And I am super, super excited about today's episode because I am going to be sharing one of my very favorite authors with you. But before I jump into that, I want to let you guys know that I'll be announcing all the details for this year's Summer Reading Club very soon. It was so much fun to do together last year. I don't know if you joined me or not, but you can um, actually go back and look at the three different books that we read together last year, and I did some FaceTimes over them and shared questions that you could use as jumping off points for discussions with your teens. Anyway, it was so great. I decided to make it an annual thing. And um, right now I'm in the process of picking out books to read for the summer. So if you would like to make any recommendations for things that you would like to read with me, something that we could discuss together, I would love for you to DM me um, or even respond to one of my weekly emails and let me know what books you would recommend for us to read this summer. You can also go to my show notes and post that in the comments. I would love to hear from you guys and love to know what you might like to read. It might be something that you want to read, or it might even be something that you know your teen is interested in or has already read that you'd like to know a little bit more about. So watch for more details coming soon on the CNP Summer Reading Club. For today, though, I'm going to turn our focus to one of my all-time favorite authors. Her book features kick-butt heroines and fast-paced actions, and there's a lot of mystery thrown in for good measure. I am talking about Allie Carter, author of the Gallagher Girls series, the Heist Society series, and many more. Now, I've had the privilege of seeing Allie Carter speak at a couple of teen book festivals, and I am happy to report that she lives up to every bit of the wit and humor and intelligence that are found in her books, which if you've ever gotten the opportunity to meet one of your heroes, that doesn't always happen, right? Sometimes they don't live up to the hype and your expectations, but Allie Carter certainly did. So I loved hearing her talk about her goal to write mentoring characters for her heroines, older women who were guides, who had gravitas and gumption. And I loved reading those characters even more. And those would be characters like Eleanor Chancellor in Allie Carter's Embassy Rose series, and also Cammie's mom, Rachel Morgan, in the Gallagher Girls series. Now, I have to say, her work really empowers her readers as she really walks us through some issues that characterize pretty much all of her work. I kind of was thinking about the body of her work that I've read. And I think that these are some pretty universal themes throughout all of them. First of all, her characters often deal with the loss of a parent. 
Um, her characters have to learn to trust themselves. They have to learn to trust the people around them or not, kind of how to be discerning about who you trust or not. Um, they deal a lot with relationships with parents, whether that's a positive thing or something that's a challenge. Um, it deals a lot, of course, with friendships between girls mostly, and a lot about girl power, which I love. Now, she has super twisty endings. She has a brilliant way of weaving history into some of her plot lines and her clever nail-biting cliffhangers are all reasons why I love her body of work, which is what I want to dive into now. Now, the first Allie Carter book that I ever read was I Could Tell You I Love You, But Then I'd Have to Kill You. Now, how's that for a title? This one is the first in her Gallagher Girl series, and as soon as I finished it, I wanted to read anything she ever wrote. Like, it's that clever, that fun. Um, it just really draws you in. Now, the Gallagher Girls, excuse me, the Gallagher Girls series is really appropriate for middle grade readers on up, but it's not just for the younger set. Like, it's definitely entertaining and fun no matter what age you are. But it is all about a girl's school that looks from the outside like a snotty prep academy. But inside, it is actually, wait for it, a spy school for girls. It's called the Gallagher Academy for Exceptional Young Women. And it is a school that's equipped with a huge underground training facility. Um, there are former government agents for instructors. And the classes that they take are things like hacking the CIA 101. Now, the staff and the girls keep their secret at all costs. And the way that that plays out, I feel like is super fun. Think things like when they see a guest coming up the drive, they trigger an alarm and bookcases flip and artwork changes and there's accessory swapping. And they do these drills so that everything runs like a well-oiled machine. So not only do they have fire drills, they have you know, somebody outside the secret is coming to visit and they have to put on this show so that nobody knows that they're a spy academy. Now, that description may sound a little bit formulaic and a little bit cheesy, but Allie Carter really elevates it with her relatable characters and all the baggage that they have. Now, specifically in these stories, Cammie Morgan is the main character, and her father, who had also been a secret agent, has died under mysterious circumstances. And did I mention that her mother is the headmistress? Yeah. So throw in her tumultuous love life or lack thereof and a terrorist organization that's determined to kidnap her and teachers who may or may not be double agents. And you have the recipe for a complex tug at your heartstrings series that I love and I think you will too. So here are all the books in the Gallagher Girls series. I'm going to list them out. And I just want you to know that there are links to all of these on my website in my show notes and that would that's going to be found at theishgirl.com forward slash ep49 episode 49 so here are those books i'd tell you i love you but then i'd have to kill you cross my heart and hope to spy don't judge a girl by her cover only the good spy young out of sight out of time and the last book in the series is United We Spy. Now, you can find them again and all the other books that I'm going to be telling you about today in the show notes. 
Now, the next Allie Carter series I devoured was the Heist Society books. And as much as I loved the Gallagher girls, and I really did, I would have to say that her Heist Society books are my favorite. And I'm going to also throw in here that I really hate to start a series when all the books haven't been released yet, when they haven't been published yet. And I really try to avoid it, avoid any of those series until everything is out. But with Allie Carter, I wait on pins and needles until her newest books drop, series or no. And that includes this series. It's been a while since she has published ones, but there are rumors that are abounding on the internet that are saying that she might put out a fourth book for that series. And I'm super hopeful about that. So Heist Society. This is a series probably best for older teens because there is some sexual tension, nothing overt. I don't think sex is ever even mentioned, but there definitely is this um, push-pull attraction between some of the characters. And there are also some complex historical factors worn in that touch on things like the Holocaust. Now, these books feature Katerina Cat, is what they call her, Bishop, And she is part of a long line of art thieves, like her parents, her grandparents, her great-great-grandparents, her aunts, her uncles, are all kind of this royal family of con artists that's been around for centuries. And Kat is part of the newest generation, and from an early age, she's been taught all the ins and outs of running scams and heists, of course, by the best in the business. Now, she actually has a crew that consists of her beautiful, sophisticated cousin named Gabrielle. Um, There's a set of brothers, twins, Angus and Hamish Bagshaw, who are, I have to say, a cross between the Weasley twins and the two brothers in Ocean's Eleven. And just to throw in here, this does have that Ocean's Eleven Italian job vibe to it, this series does, which is super fun. Um, Okay, also back to her crew, there is a tech whiz named Simon And then there's the ever mysterious boy billionaire, Hale. Specifically, his name is W.W. Hale V. And Hale is a friend of Kat's of several years. And there's that definite tension I mentioned before between the two of them, like a very, very much an attraction kind of tension. Now, Kat and her team travel the world to pull off their heists, and she's often a reluctant participant. In fact, that's how the series starts out. She has tried to remove herself from that world, but of course, she is drawn back in because of extenuating circumstances, because really, she is one of the best art thieves there is, and so she keeps getting pulled back into the family business. Now, there are mysteries within mysteries in this series, things like... Is Nick, the charming teen who tried to pick Cat's pocket, a good guy or a bad guy? And what does the WW part of Hale's name stand for? And who is Vasily Romany? Now, while this may sound like a teen version, like I mentioned before, of the Oceans movies, you know, 11, 12, 13, and 8 now, um, or even the Italian job, What makes it really come alive are the very flawed characters, much like in the Gallagher Girls that I mentioned before. These characters may look like cookie cutouts on the surface, but their complexities and their weaknesses and challenges, and again, their baggage, are what make these stories really great. Plus, just the clever back and forth between the characters and the pace that it's written at, and just it's just a fun series. 
but it also has some depth to it as well. So again, I highly recommend it. It is my favorite series of out of everything that Allie Carter has written. Now, the books in the Heist Society series are, of course, the first one is Heist Society. The second one is Uncommon Criminals. The third is Perfect Scoundrels. And she did write a short novella called The Grift of the Magi. Again, so clever. I thought it was great. Um, That is part of the series. It's a little bit of an extra for the series. And I also have to mention another novella that Carter wrote that is a crossover between the Gallagher Girl world and the high society world. And that book is Double Crossed, A Spies and Thieves Story. Now, if I didn't already love Allie Carter, this book alone would definitely seal the deal. Like it's a shorter one. It's a novella. But the fact that she merged her two worlds is just so much fun. Okay. I'm just going to touch briefly on the next series, the Embassy Row books. I have to be brutally honest here and say that I'm really not as excited about them as I was her first two series. I think it's because maybe I found their main character, Grace Blakely, to be a little bit unlikable. And I know that sounds harsh, I admit, but as a reader, I really have a hard time connecting connecting with characters who seem a little bit victim-y. And Grace definitely seems that way as she tries to navigate the after effects of her mother's murder and the amnesia that she's had since the night that it happened. Now, Grace is one of Carter's most deeply flawed characters, and it was really difficult for me to read, sort of like watching a train wreck. You don't really want to see, but you can't look away. So there was that feeling to it, but also parts of it were really, it was just cringy seeing how far she was sinking to the bottom of her pit. I guess is the best way to put it. Okay. Anyway, moving on as Grace faces the challenges of really trying to get her family to believe she's not crazy and to really make a place for herself in her grandfather's world. He's the um, American ambassador to the fictional country of Adria. And She's been shipped off to Adria to live with him because she's just been floundering at home and not doing well. So she's really facing those challenges of getting her grandfather and the other people around her to believe the few memories that she is able to pull from that night that her mom died, but then also remembering everything that actually did happen. She's slowly getting bits and pieces of it back. And in the meantime, she is meeting um, kids who also live on Embassy Row, uh, kids who um, belong to the other embassies that are lined up in this row of houses, which is, of course, where the series series gets its name. And she's really starting to trust this group of kids uh, who surround her, and they're kids from all over the world, and they're really a motley crew. And of course, there's a love interest there, and it's a very layered and complicated one in true Carter fashion. Now, one of the best parts of Embassy, the Embassy Row series is Grace's grandfather's chief of staff. And I've already mentioned her earlier in the podcast. Her name is Eleanor Chancellor. And I mentioned her before as one of the mentoring women that Allie Carter talked about during a teen book festival that I attended. Now, in the Embassy Row series, it's really hard to tell. It's unclear if Ms. Chancellor is a hero or a villain But regardless, she does have that gravitas that Allie Carter mentioned that really helps Grace get back on her feet. 
So as she gets closer to solving the mystery of who killed her mother, another secret starts to unravel. And it's one that not only impacts Grace, but the whole country of Adria. And then that kind of mushrooms out into affecting the whole world. So while it's not my favorite, the Embassy Rose series does have Carter's trademarks of high suspense and twisty plot lines. So here are the books in that series. All Fall Down, See How They Run, and Take the Key and Lock Her Up. Now, Allie Carter has several other standalone novels, but I'm going to stop here today with those three series, except for adding that one of her most recent books, Not If I Save You First, is also awesome, featuring a great female strong heroine, lots of mystery, lots of uh, nail-biting situations. So I would definitely check that out if you find that you like Allie Carter's work. These books really encompass her complex, girl-powered, fast-paced style, and they're really great for jumping into conversations with your teen. And I've come up with a little list of questions that I'm going to read to you here. And again, these are also on the show notes on my website and in iTunes. So I'm just going to walk through those questions right now. And these are things that you can use these books to talk about with your teens. All right. The first one is, what does it mean to be able to trust someone? When is it okay to keep secrets from the people you're closest to? When you're facing a crisis, at what point should you go to an adult for help? How do you know who your true friends are? What can you do if you've made a big mistake, one that's caused a lot of damage not only to yourself, but to others? How do you know when to fight for justice? What does it mean to be a strong woman? What is the best way to learn how to trust yourself? Okay, so hopefully those will help you kind of springboard into great conversations with your teens or with a book club or whatever it is that you are participating in and reading these books for, or even just great things to think about yourself. I cannot wait to hear how you and your teen enjoy Allie Carter's books. Please, please, please be sure to DM me or reply to my email this week because I live to hear about what people think of these books that I'm sharing. I love it. Whether you love them or hate them, I want to know exactly what you think. Now, back to that replying to my email thing. Just a reminder that if you are not getting my weekly emails, please make sure you sign up for it because I would hate for you to miss out on anything, especially with the Connection Not Perfection Summer Book Club coming up, but also because I share things there that I don't share anywhere else. And as always, thank you so much for joining me today. Like seriously, I am so honored that you've shared your time with me, that you have let me speak to you through your earbuds or through whatever listening device you're using, because I know that your time is such a precious resource. So thank you for hanging out with me. And remember, if you have any summer book ideas to share or suggest, let me know. I'll be finalizing that list over the next couple of weeks, and I can't wait to share all the details with you. Until next time, from an ish girl who is loving the warm spring weather here in Texas, it is all about connection, not perfection.